Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of our weekly Friday market update. If this is your first time tuning in, what I usually cover is the relevant headline articles for the week. I go over the market data as to what is actually happening so you can see for yourself and make your own judgment calls. And at the same time, I give you some of my latest updates because I make about five to seven offers every week. So I can get, give you my insights as to what is happening with the market before it gets reflected on the data. If you like this video, be sure to hit that like button, hit subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube, or if you're watching this on the podcast, please be sure to leave a positive five-star review so that more people can listen into the show. Let's get going. So the first things to cover is, um, as I mentioned for months now, there's a pretty big dis divide as to what some companies are doing, which I would classify as big tech, versus what some other companies are doing, I would say those that are in San Francisco. As you can see with big tech, Apple, big Apple lease buildings under construction in Santa Clara. Companies like Apple, Google, Facebook are continuing to use this as an opportunity to continue to expand and grow their corporate real estate footprint. They are building this additional building from scratch. You can see that they're going to have a total of about 330,000 square feet of office space that has continued to be just created. So if you thought these big companies would use this as an opportunity to shrink corporate real estate space, I think you're greatly mistaken. They still strongly believe their campus feel. Many of you that may work at Apple or know friends that work at Apple very well know that they want people to be back in the office immediately. Uh, some people are actually back in the office already today, especially a company like Apple that very values privacy and uh, innovation when it comes to different projects. Uh, they certainly know uh, the value of a work environment. And so a company like Apple, as you can see, is still very, very bullish of their growth when it comes to corporate real estate. So something to be mindful of, that's on the news from the South Bay, which is in uh, Fort where Apple is typically based around Cupertino. However, the story is not the same for those, especially in San Francisco. Salesforce to reduce office footprint permanently. I made the post last week, but most of their employees will have much more flexibility. Salesforce currently plans for more than 65% of its employees to work in the office just one to three days a week going forward, a 40% increase prior to the COVID-19 pandemic. Some employees will work full time. However, however, um, I would say the minority, a lot of people, quite frankly, want to be back in the office. When they did a poll, they said an internal survey revealed that 80% of Salesforce employees would like to keep a connection to a physical office. So they still see the value of the office, but they don't see the value of the office being that hub that you go in every single day. But I think for the most parts, I think most companies will do very well with that model. We all know that a lot of people that go to the office just to hang out and probably not, are not that productive of actually doing work. So they had a couple of days in the office where they're having meetings, having plans. They'll have a few days where they'll actually be doing the work. So I think in general, we may see a pretty big productivity improvement uh, than what we have seen before. So it'll be interesting to see what other co companies continue to adopt this model. Salesforce made an announcement last week, but this is something to be mindful of when it comes to corporate real estate out in San Francisco. Downtown San Francisco is reeling. More re remote work could add to the pain. For those that have been in downtown San Francisco, it looks pretty eerie uh, these days, um, especially because the downtown San Francisco is, you know, a, a big 
location for a lot of companies, a lot of talent to be there. And especially with a lot of these announcements from San Francisco based companies, um, it will be interesting to see how things recover. Now, I think things will get better, uh, but will it be the same as it was before? It'd be very difficult to, to say that, to see that. And it will be even more interesting to see what companies and what restaurants have actually survived from being closed for almost a year now, or at least with very little, uh, you know, service. As you can imagine, those restaurants that are there, they, they mostly cater to the office employees, people that went to the office on the weekdays. They were rarely even open on the weekends. So it'll be uh, interesting to see which companies, which businesses still actually survive and what downtown San Francisco looks like, hopefully after the summertime when things start to open up again. Now, one of the things that I get all the time is, oh, people are leaving the Bay Area. They're leaving for good. Um, number one, I don't think a lot of people are leaving actually for good. A lot of people are leaving, in my opinion, as a, on an interim basis to see what will happen when things are opened up again. But people have left. Austin, Miami, they have gotten a lot of hype and a lot of press. But I think this data point shows it very clearly. There are people leaving San Francisco. I'm, there is no objection. There's never, never been an objection for that. But the question has always been people have thought, people, are they leaving the Bay Area? San Francisco, from a population perspective, has about 10% of the general Bay Area. But it's been obviously got all the headline articles, especially because of how dense San Francisco is, but also some of the challenges it has moving forward. But where did the people leave uh, when it comes to San Francisco? Like where did people go to? You can see they did not leave that far. And I've been saying this for months. If you've been tuning in, just check out all the previous episodes of the market update. It's been for months that way. They've just been moving across to the different counties. You can see Alameda has been a big, big benefactor where people have moved to. San Mateo County, Marin County, Contra Costa, Santa Clara. You can see the further out it is, the a little bit less people there has been. But you can see, like, you can add up this total amount. This is, what, 12, 16, 19, about 23,000 23, uh, people have moved, which is dwarfs all these other ones significantly. So while the other areas have certainly benefited, it has not been as benefit uh, much of a benefit versus these other counties altogether, which are counties pretty much as are, that are just bordering San Francisco. So the reality, as you can see, most people did not go very far. Now, will they go back to the city? I don't know about that, especially if they bought a new house in these other price points, which are not necessarily that much cheaper. The average price points in these areas may be somewhat equivalent to San Francisco. Now, granted, you'll get a much, more, a much larger space for what you'll get versus San Francisco. You know, you pretty much can get a, a condo for San Francisco between one to two million. If you bought a place, one to two million in these areas, you'll likely get at the very least a townhome, if not a single family home. So most people actually just left San Francisco to other parts of the Bay Area. You can see these other places like Austin, Miami are not even, even on the list. So it gives you an idea like they're not even anywhere remote to be to be on this on this list at all. So it's just something to be mindful of for those that have decided to move to a different county. Most of them just moved a little bit further out. So what are other some big news? So I, you know, I'm pretty bullish, uh, as I mentioned many times about downtown San Jose. You can see there's a lot more development that is happening in downtown San Jose. Uh, I think a lot have seen that it's been kind of a missed boat over the last decade of San Francisco taking up a lot of the growth 
But I think that is changing. I think San Francisco is having some challenges. They have built a lot. And San, San Jose uh, has an opportunity to start attracting people again. So lots of new development happening across downtown San Jose, especially as Google Village opens up over the next couple of years. There should be some pretty exciting things that would change what downtown San Jose looks like uh, at this time. So hopefully that was helpful. Let's talk about the market update itself. Uh, before we go over the data itself, I do want to kind of give you some background about what I've personally seen. I've made about five, five or six offers this week. Um, give you some background. One of them was in San Mateo, a uh, single family home that was sold at what it was, was going to sell for. So there was no surprise there. It's been fairly predictable on that one. Another one was a townhome that we're still making a bid on right now. Um, that has certainly increased significantly. This is in San Jose, South San Jose. So that has increased almost like 10% in the last four months. So something to be mindful of as people have started to uh, give up on single family, but also understand that they can't afford a single family home, they will shift and they are already shifting towards condos and townhomes. Uh, so that is already happening. So something to be mindful of. Uh, another one, uh, another few um, made some offers in, let me think, we made an offer in Santa Clara County as well. Yes, Santa Clara County as well. That went for significantly more than what others have sold for. Same with another house in Saratoga. That went for significantly more as well. We made an offer for about 3.2 million and actually went ended up going for over 3.4 million. So at all price points, we're actually seeing this uh, happen. So just be mindful of that. In the last two months, you will see for yourself, it has increased five to 10%. Take a look at San Mateo County data. New listings, 167. Contingent pending this uh, last week, 135. But look at this chart. For so far in February, as I mentioned, we are, I, I mentioned to the audience, we have already seen a big pickup. We have hit record highs now. We are now at the price point of about $1.8 million for a medium single family home in San Mateo County. Uh, this is significantly higher, as you can see from the past. If you compare for the last two, three months, I mean, that's a pretty, that's a pretty huge gain. I mean, we're talking about 15%, 20% gain already within the last two, two months. So something to be mindful of. This is the new reality. People are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. People had initially slept on San Mateo County, uh, thought it was too expensive. But now as people go back to the office, it becomes a prime spot. I don't think it'll be this high as we close out the end of February, but I, I suspect it will still be somewhat at the same highs as it was, uh, as you can see, early in the summer. But this is same story happening even for condos, right? It has been a, a pretty big pickup over the last two, three months. So at this point, I would almost compare it to what happened over the last four or five months to get a sense of as to the price point. But even condos and townhomes have picked up substantially. Let's take a look at Santa Clara County. Santa Clara County has been a, a lot more of a general increase, but it has also experienced a similar pickup over the last two, three months as well. You can see we are going to be breaking the previous highs of October. I suspect this will continue to pick up uh, as the months goes on. 414 new listings. This is not an, a supply constraint anymore. You can see it's the same amount of supply that it was pre-shelter, which was a very hot time for people that were shopping in early 2020. However, when it comes to continued pending, you can see the number is very high. 
right? So it's the buyer demand side that's been very strong to um, to be able to support these rising prices. And so that's something to be mindful of. We will continue to hit record highs. We are seeing five to 10% increases over what others have sold for in the last two months. So factor that in. And remember, what, for those that are patient, there is a price to pay for patience. The market does not wait just because you are not ready. So it's just something to be mindful of. I'm just telling the truth. Um, if you want to wait a couple of months, you're welcome to do so. Uh, but be mindful. The prices may be 10% higher pretty easily, as you can see with what's already happening. Make one bid and you will see for yourself where you fare and how that fares versus the previous data. So that's just something to, to be aware of. As you can see, condos, townhomes reflect the same thing, right? It has been increasing over the months. We are now approaching pretty much, actually, we probably have approached record highs at this time. So something to be mindful of as well, as people have started to give up because of the fast increases of single family, we are seeing that flow into condos and townhomes. Alameda County, same result, continue to pick up. As you can see, we are at record highs for Alameda County. S similar thing for condos and townhomes. This is happening across the board, so be mindful of that. Let's take a look at Contra Costa County. Same result, right? Increases. As you can see, median price points are at record highs. This is actually a big pickup of what it was when we did the report last, last week. But this has been a continued increase, so be mindful of that. Condos and townhomes, though, have been relatively flat, as you can see, throughout the last couple of months. So not too much going on there when it comes to condos and townhomes in Contra Costa County. Let's take a look at San Francisco. So San Francisco has a different result. You can see for single-family homes in San Francisco, there's actually been a decline now, right? So it's been actually relatively stable for the entire year, but now, at least for as of February, there's been a decline. Something to be mindful of when it comes to San Francisco prices. Condos and townhomes, there's been a there's been a, a decline over the months, but now, as you can see, it's kind of plateaued. I suspect condos will actually pick up, but pick up very slightly. I don't think it's going to be competitive. I don't think it's going to be wild or anything like that. But based off of what I've seen in my clients there, we should be, you know, we've, we've pretty much hit, you know, if you compare it to about a year ago, it's dropped about 15% already. Uh, but I think that we're at a time that has been fairly leveled off. I suspect that will be the case as there is light at the end of the tunnel. So San Francisco has been a very, uh, very big buyer's market for a long time. The amount of inventory that you'll see is has been the highest it's been in the last decade. So something to be mindful of presents a lot of great opportunity for those that are looking to move and find a place in San Francisco that they weren't able to before. Last but not least, let's wrap up with uh, Marin County. You can see Marin County has picked up significantly over the last two or three months. So uh, we are uh, we have hit record highs for Marin County as well. As you can see, not much inventory there, not much transactions there. It's just a much smaller market compared to all the other counties that we looked at. But be mindful that we also have hit record highs in Marin County. I hope this was helpful. Every Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific time, I go over the latest market update so that you can see for yourself what is actually happening. And tune in every week. You will see the changes. You will see the market results. You will see the news that I bring up that are happening across the Bay Area. I try to highlight some of the newest things and give my input as to what is happening across the Bay Area. If you or anyone you know has any questions about the Bay Area market, please feel free to reach out anytime. If you're watching on social media, 
simply send me a message. If you're watching on YouTube or the podcast, you can find my contact details below. And I'd love to help you every step of the way. Enjoy the weekend and I'll see you at the next one. Bye now. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of this podcast. If you like this show, please be sure to leave a five-star review for wherever you have searched for it. And if you wanted to talk about your real estate goals, feel free to reach out at any time. You can email me at spencer at spencerhsu.com or give me a call or text 408-223-5493. Talk to you soon. Have a good one.